And with a look at Radio On The Go Sports for a Friday morning, I'm Dwayne Karstens. Here on KLMJ, and yesterday on 99 The Wave, Grundy Center left no doubt as who was best in Class 1A for high school football. Shutting out and shutting down fourth-rated MFL Marmac. The top-rated Spartans win 42 to nothing in the Class 1A state title game at the Unidome yesterday in Cedar Falls. John Mowinkle tells us more. The Spartans recovered a fumble on MFL Marmac's first play from scrimmage to set quarterback Colin Gordon up for his first of two rushing touchdowns. In the second quarter, Brody Zinkula scored on a one-yard rushing touchdown, followed by a 26-yard Gordon to Tate Jarofsky connection for a 27-0 halftime lead. Three receivers left. Gordon back to throw. He looks left under heavy pressure. Slings it over the middle. To the end zone. Caught. And yes, touchdown Tate Jarofsky. He bobbled it at the last second, but he's still holding it in. So it's a 26-yard touchdown on 4th and 10. And Grunny Center leads 26-0. Justin Kanak added two rushing touchdowns in the second half. The Spartans forced seven MFL Marmac punts and connected on six of seven red zone trips. They dominated the field position game and kept the Bulldogs out of the red zone the entire game. Head coach Travis Zajac says his team dominated the line of scrimmage with its physicality. It's been a challenge for the last three weeks with our kids, you know, taking hard for you know, they like to play. Um, Water Columbus, they've got the kid up front that's super talented, and uh, they've got a rest of other ones that are physical. And in this group, collectively, uh, we're the most physical team that we had seen on tape, and we had heard from other coaches the same. Um, so mantra this week was, yeah, they're, they're physical, but we're going to be the most physical team they've played too. So I, I think that we were able to win the physicality battle today. Gordon was 17 of 25 passing for 242 yards with one touchdown and one interception. Six different players recorded either a run or a pass reception. Pete Lebo led defensively with seven and a half tackles, and Trent Cakerice had five and a half tackles and one and a half tackles for loss. Zajac says much like the great team effort, it has taken dedication from everyone involved in the program to accomplish a second straight undefeated season. I had a conversation with um, Coach Sanger from West Hancock having their championship just real brief in the end zone, congratulate him. He congratulated me on five in a row. He said, do you think people even understand how hard that is to, to do it once, let alone two, three, four, five? You don't expect people outside to understand. It's just it's an incredible amount of time and effort that goes in by, again, so many people, um, players, coaches, families, hundreds and hundreds of people that pour into making this thing go. Um, On the season's final play, senior Clay Sock, who missed the season due to a knee injury, entered for the final kneel. Gordon received the snap, pitched the ball back to Sock, who then performed the final kneel to cap off the season in poetic fashion. Grundy Center finished 13-0 and extended its win streak to 26, winning its second consecutive state title. I'm John Moenkel for Radio on the Go Sports. All right, thank you very much, John. Other state championships yesterday in the eight players saw Algona Garrigan defeat Bedford 39-30. Golden Bears win the eight-player championship. And in Class A, it was a thrilling end. A pass play to seal the deal with just seconds remaining. Third-rated West Hancock defeats number 2 Woodbury Central 30-28. to The West Hancock Eagles are your Class A state champion. And in 4A last night, it was number 2 Council Bluffs Lewis Central defeating number one Western Dubuque in an upset 40 to 21 at the state football playoffs. Also yesterday on Thursday it was uh, the Iowa Hawkeye women falling to Kansas State 65 to 58 and. 
Uh, it was a 12-0 run to close the game for Kansas State's Wildcats and beat the Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes did not score the final two minutes, 43 seconds, as they fall to 3-1 and one on the season. First of all, I thought Kansas State played great defense, okay? This is the lowest numbers that we've shot, I don't know, in a long, long time. And so give credit to Kansas State. They're long. Uh, they have a rim protector down there with Ioka Lee. Um, and, and, and so give credit to them. That's Iowa coach Lisa Bluter. The Hawkeyes shot just 36%, including two of 21 from beyond three-point range. It was an ugly game, I thought, from both teams. I mean, both teams missed so many easy shots. And nine assists for us, is that's an incredible low and 16 turnovers. I mean, that's just not Iowa basketball. You know, Kansas State has 14 assists and only nine turnovers. So um, they really won this because they shot better from the three than we did. And the Iowa women host Drake coming up on Sunday night. That should be quite a matchup. And one other note on yesterday's scorecard before we go. Vinton Shellsburg wins the girls' wrestling uh, meet. Uh, yesterday was involving some of the area teams. South Harden BCLUW was 8th. APGC's girls' wrestling team was uh, 12th. And AGWSR was 17th among the many teams competing yesterday. Northwest Missouri State Junior Libero and Grundy Center alumna Kaya Luring was recognized on the Mid-American Intercollegiate Athletics Association all-conference volleyball teams announced earlier this week. Luring garnered honorable mention all-conference status for the second straight season. She has registered a team-best 451 digs, ranking fourth in the MIAA in total digs and fifth in the conference in digs per set. She posted nine matches of 20 or more digs as well. Luring set the school record for digs in a three-set match with 31 against Newman. Her 31 digs ranks second in the nation this year in three-set matches. She was also named the Defensive Player of the Week for the conference with her 31-dig effort against Newman College on September 22nd. She also tied for the fourth-most digs in a three-set match in Bearcat history with 27 against Fort Hayes. The Northwest Missouri State Bearcats are participating in the conference tournament this week. Kyle Loring of Grundy Center, part of that and getting some big honors. The Clarence Goldfield Dows football team recently held their uh, ground in a uh, challenging season that uh, ended at 3-6 and six overall, including a berth in the Class 2A playoffs. A big part of the Cowboys' perseverance through a tough season was a united group of 12 seniors, including Captains Colin Kirstein, Diego Gonzalez, Yuri Frias, and Caden Hankins. Head coach Caleb Vogel says this class of seniors exemplified the concept of brotherhood that the program is striving for, the value of getting in the weight room, and were strong role models for future Cowboys. It's a huge uh, group of seniors that have done a great job, you know, all four years for us. It's about their brotherhood camaraderie that they had together, the bond that they have shared. I've noticed that more so than other senior classes. Pretty tight group of seniors. That's what we want. They also are just a hardworking group. Every single one of them, you know, in and out of the weight room. They set the bar high in that aspect, and they set a huge example for the younger generations to come. These 12 seniors helped build the CGD program from a one-win season in 2020 to back-to-back playoff seasons in 2022 and 2023. The Cowboys established a dynamic rushing attack that produced over 1,400 yards and 19 touchdowns. The defense finished with 10 fumble recoveries, which was tied for fifth most in Class 2A. Vogel says a conference, or a cornerstone that is, of development this offseason is consistency in activity and juniors preparing to take on senior leadership roles next year. If you're going to do something, you know, continue to stick with it. If you choose not to be in a sport, well, then you need to be consistent within the weight room. That's something big that uh, we're definitely going to have to push. These juniors are now going to be seniors. Well, you're now the leaders of the team. You're the big guys of, of the football team, so 
So just start continuing and doing the right thing in and out of the classroom, pick each other up, make sure the younger guys are uh, doing what they're supposed to is, is something we will be pushing, you know, all off season. And the Cowboys are expected to have 31 players returning next season for football. The Iowa Falls Alden girls basketball team will tip off the new season with home court advantage in a rivalry battle tonight against South Harden. The cadets are looking for their first win in a season opener since 2020. IFA finished 9-13 and overall a year ago, returns a majority of their roster led by four seniors. The cadets are led by Ella Shire, a senior who averaged 18.5 points per game and 11 rebounds per contest last year. Junior Sidney Phipps led the team in steals and assists last year. Head coach Brandon Uhlenberg says every matchup with the Tigers of South Harden recently has been tightly contested and this year should be another great matchup tonight. First week or two, it's kind of like drinking. They've always been very competitive games. I know last year they got us down there at their place. I think it was by four they won, but a very competitive game throughout. I know that our kids weren't happy with their performance off the free throw line that night and felt like that was a game that we kind of let get away by not making free throws. But I expect the same type of game this year. Coach Eller down there does a great job. They'll come in prepared, ready to go, and, and I think it'll be a good basketball game. South Harden was also 9-13 and 13 a year ago and returns an experienced roster. The Tigers are led by junior Ali Sheldahl, who averaged 12 points per game and nearly six rebounds. Junior Grace Eller was second on the team in assists a year ago. Head coach Nick Eller says this matchup with the Cadets begins the process of setting the standard for the season of what the Tigers want to achieve. I like having these team kind of border games that I think the girls are excited to play and good for our fans, good for both teams, I think. But they also give us a really good challenge. We've got to come out right away because I'll fall in and have a better team this year. We've got to come out ready to go right off the bat and kind of set our standard of where we want to be, how good we want to be this year. We're going to get challenged right off the bat, so that's why these first few weeks of practice are going to be huge for us to get ready to roll. And action begins at 7.30 p.m. tonight for the varsity game in Iowa Falls as IFA hosts South Harden. Other action going on today, high school sports. Of course, the state football championships conclude with Class 2A starting at 10 a.m. Number 2 Van Meter against number 1 Central Line George Little Rock, followed by, at 1 o'clock, the 3A championship, number 8 Sioux City Heelan against number three Williamsburg's Raiders and the 5A championship tonight at the Unidome number seven Ankeny tries to knock off number one Southeast Polk. College basketball the Iowa Hawkeye men are hosting Arkansas State. Wartburg is at the Buzz Levick Tournament. They're hosting in Waverly against Northwestern of Minnesota tonight at 8 o'clock. Ellsworth Community College hosting Heston. Nyack is at South or is at Missouri State West Plains for men's basketball. And Ellsworth women are hosting Central Lakes Brainerd this evening. And so there's some other volleyball going on, including Upper Iowa in the conference tournament in Williamsville, Illinois. That's a look at Radio on the Go Sports for this Friday morning. I'm Dwayne Karsten reporting.